Hi, everyone. This is Melissa here, and I am with Erin Ramsey. She is from You're Such a Catch, and I am so excited to have her as my pilot guest on my show. There couldn't be a better guest uh, with more excitement and energy and good vibes than her. So I'm going to let her tell us a little bit about herself. Oh, well, thank you so much for having me, Melissa. I am so excited to be here. What an honor to be your first guest. I mean, those feel like big shoes to fill. So <laughs> hopefully I'll do an okay job. But um, no, I've loved connecting with you on social media. Um, I think we share a lot of, you know, commonalities. Um, we're really on this personal growth journey. And uh, we also want to help women. And so one of the things I've done is made a decision to share my life like an open book. Mm-hmm. Um, which is funny. I was just talking about this yesterday, um, which probably everybody is in support of, but my mother, <laughs> you know, she's like, why are we doing this again? You know? <laughs> but honestly, once I realized that, um, you know, there is power in my voice, uh, and by sharing my voice and that I could help other women just by sharing my experiences and how I overcame, you know, obstacles, challenges, traumas, um, it was a no brainer, you know, and, and you'll learn this because you already have a platform, but your platform is growing by having this podcast. And with that, you know, comes great uh, moral responsibility, you know, and you'll start to build this community, which is one of my favorite things about this journey. And, you know, I don't want to let my community down. So I want to not only walk the walk, but talk the talk. And what I mean by that is, you know, when I'm out there in dating and relationships, um, I want to uphold those values that I truly believe in, like knowing my worth, um, like loving the woman that I see in the mirror. And I want to help encourage other women, you know, to do the same. That's awesome. So I have a question for you. I love that you say that you share your life as an open book because I do too. And when you do that, a lot of times you make yourself very vulnerable and you share things that most people don't like to share because they don't want to admit. Did you have people ever um, come at you and say, you know, maybe you're sharing too much. Maybe people don't want to hear this or um, that you're coming across either as a victim or as like you are a know-it-all. And how did you, how did you manage that? Because that's something that like for me, a lot of times I'll get this feedback and in the walk and in the growth of knowing yourself, you have to know how to handle those situations. What did you, did you have that? And how did you muddle through that, I guess? So it's interesting because I think I've always lived my life a little bit as an open book. So this Mm -hmm. was kind of a natural extension of my, you know, being, um, the only difference is now I do it after hitting record, you know, which can be a little bit scary because when you're, you know, just talking to a couple girlfriends or whatnot, um, you know, sure they could repeat the story, uh, but probably not with the same detail and it's not coming directly from the horse's mouth. Right. So a lot of things surprised me. Um, there were things that about my life that, I hadn't necessarily even told people in my inner circle and, and I'll give you one example. So it was in my season one, I was doing this, uh, empowerment series. I was having strong women on to share their stories and they were all over the map. You know, um, I had women who were in politics and then I had, you know, women dealing with fertility issues, both equually strong women, right. Right. In, In their own respective ways. 
And on this particular week, um, my guest, uh, you know, just flaked on me. And at that time, Melissa, I was traveling. I was, I had a corporate job. I was covering 32 states. So I was in and out of airports, rental cars, all the things. And so it wasn't very convenient to just reschedule with somebody. And I also didn't want to just pick anybody, right? I wanted to make sure whoever I was, you know, selecting truly embodied that empowerment. And I thought to myself, well, Erin, you're an empowered woman. Like, why don't you share something about your story? And so I did something that I don't even like, I don't even know where that strength came from, but I sat behind this exact mic and I shared the story of how I was sexually assaulted in high school. And again, I had never, not never, there were certain people in my life who knew that story, but a lot of people didn't. And so after that came out, a lot of people came to me like, whoa, you know, how come you never shared that with me? And, you know, I can't really explain why that felt, uh, well, I mean, obviously we know why that could feel a little bit more (laughs) uncomfortable than other things to say, but, you know, I've had similar, uh, I guess, level traumas, I guess, to, um, to share, but for some reason in that moment, it felt like, no, this is your, this is your opening to, um, let people into this part of your life, right. To, to share your whole being. And when I did that, I did not know what to expect. You know, there was a little bit of that, you know, uh, heart palpitating right before the episode was going to air. Like, oh, did you make a mistake? Should you just have not aired an episode this week? But you know what? The outpouring of love and also the amount of women who reached out and shared their story or said, because you did this, it empowered me to go tell my mom or my best friend or whatever was, I mean, I can't even explain what that, you know, really felt or meant, you know, to me. Yeah. I, I, I totally relate to what you're saying because it's like, it opens the door for other people to have that confidence to use their voice. And that's the whole thing. I think for so many of us, we're afraid to share things because we have shame and because we're afraid of what other people are going to say. Um, <clears throat> I shared a story on my Facebook page not too long ago about um, losing a baby. And a lot of people didn't know that. And I got huge amount of feedback from that. And um, so I, I love that you're real. And I love that you just um, are so encouraging. What is your favorite thing to share with women when you go out and you just bring Aaron to the table. What do you, what do you bring Aaron? Uh, what do I bring? Well, I made it my mission a few years ago um, to really say what I'm thinking. And mm-hmm. what I mean by that is I think as women, sometimes, you know, I might look at you and I might be like, oh my gosh, Melissa's hair is just banging today. She looks fantastic. You know, her skin is glowing, like all these things, right? Like I look at, I look at you and I see that, but sometimes mm-hmm. we don't articulate it. And so mm-hmm. what I bring to the table is the this ability to just say what I'm thinking about you and spread joy and really like pay the compliment, you know, like give you your flowers, because I think that's just something that's lost. And I really want to encourage women um, and let them know, like, we are not in competition with one another. Right. Yeah, we can all rise together. And when you're successful and when you're having your moment and you're in the limelight and things are going your way and, you know, 
I'm going to get my time to shine too. And so I just want to be an encouragement and I want to, you know, remind women that we're in this together. We don't have to be, you know, divided. Right. And, and, you know, I think for me, the biggest thing I've learned, like in the past few years is like life is for living. Like we spend most of our lives trying to please other people and do what we think everybody else wants us to do. And we lose our life. We lose like what we want, what we like and who we are. And I think for me, the most exciting part is when I hear people say, you know, I just, I like me again. I, I know that this is what I want and um, I'm not afraid to go for it. And I'm not afraid to quote unquote fail because at least I tried, you know, and, and for me, failure was always this really big thing. And I wouldn't step out because I was so afraid and fear just keeps you from living. So I love that you bring life to people. That is huge. That's huge. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, I think too, um, you know, as well as being an open book, like this positivity piece has always been something that I've just subscribed to. The glass is always half full for me. Um, I try to find the lesson, even if it's in, you know, a dating situation <laughs> where I'm ghosted or things didn't go my way. I look for the lesson and I try to find the silver lining in every situation because life is all about perspective, right? It's all about how we perceive a situation. So and I like to say that like your, your mind is a muscle, you know, and if you use it in the right way, then it's good. You know, it's mm-hmm. kind of you, but you have to keep using it. Otherwise you lose it. And then you can, you can fall off and you can start to think negative thoughts. It's very easy to go down that path. If you don't, if you don't pay attention. Oh, absolutely. And I think, you know, we have somewhere in the realm of like 60,000 thoughts a day and 80% of them are negative. So if you don't have a plan in place to reframe those thoughts or, you know, move that energy through your body, you can have a downward spiral real quick. (laughs) Yes, this is true. So let me ask you a question then. So you talk about, you know, being positive and, and keeping your thoughts in line. What do you do for yourself to practice that self-love to make sure that you stay? Do you have a daily practice? You know, some people meditate, some people have little sticky notes, some people do affirmations. What do you do on a daily basis to kind of love yourself as you? So a practice I put into place a few years ago that is a complete and utter non-negotiable for me is my gratitude practice. And I actually got that from my mom. Um, she does it in a little bit of a different way, but you know, a lot of things like my mom has taught through example, not necessarily been like, Erin, you should do this, but I see her doing it. Right. And, um, I'm like, Oh, you know, like, let me test drive that. And then I really truly subscribe and believe in it. Um, so my day starts every morning by getting up. I don't check my phone first thing I get up, I use the bathroom, go make my cup of coffee. It's my favorite part of the day. And then I go sit at, you know, either my kitchen table or I'll sit on the couch, especially if the sun's coming in. I love the sun, like beating on me in the morning. And I just reflect, I reflect on the day before, um, I reflect on what's happening, you know, um, you know, the, in present day. And I take note of all the things I have to be grateful for. And some days, Melissa, it can be as simple as, you know, maybe I'm traveling and, you know, uh, somebody greeted me nice at the hotel or, you know, or, or maybe I'm at home and it's just that I have, you know, a roof over my head and a comfy bed to sleep in. But other days it's like, 
you know, I'm sure you're going to make my list. You know, you've made my list before and you don't even know that, right? Like, like exchanges with people. Um, but that has been a complete and utter game changer. And the reason being is, you know, when you're making this list, you have to be really cognizant throughout your day to take note of things, right? Mm -hmm. Some things that we normally would just overlook as like, oh, that's just how it is. But no, that's not how it is. Some people don't have running water. Some people don't have, you know, electricity. Um, Some people don't have the ability to, you know, wear camouflage. (laughs) Like we have to be grateful for all these things. And it just changes your perspective on life. So that is my a number one non-negotiable life-changing, you know, practice and will not deviate from that for the rest of my life. We'll do that. Um, I'm also a post-it freak. So if you open my pantry, (laughs) if you open my kitchen cabinets, you will read everything from affirmations about, you know, um, me, myself, about, um, dating relationships, the type of love I want to attract to, you know, money mindset things. And don't ask me why they're in my kitchen and uh, (laughs) inside my pantry. I think it's because I access those areas a lot. And so it's like, okay, I know I'm going to be getting in there. And it's just a good reminder to be like, oh yeah, while you're in here, boom, you know? Um, So I do that as well. And then I'm huge in uh, vision boards and also, Um, so I have my vision board actually as the screensaver on my phone. I do that. Um, because every time I unlock my phone, then I get this beautiful glimpse of, you know, where I'm going, where I'm headed. And I get those feelings of what those photos embody. And I also have little affirmations we've done there. So those are all like important things to me that, um, you know, I really subscribe to and, and practice on a daily basis. That's awesome. I have a good friend. Um, her name is Debbie Slews, and she's huge into vision boards. And what I love that she says about a vision board is that it's not a goal because a goal you can achieve on your own, but a vision is something that you you want, and there's absolutely no way for you to get there, like in your normal reality of thought. And so I, it's just totally different perspective again. Right. But um, I, I love how you say that you do all of these things because we go on autopilot, I think a lot of times, and unless you get in the present, like you said, and you pay attention to what's actually happening in life, it's hard to be grateful for what you actually have. Mm -hmm. um, So I think you have to be present in everything. So I, I, I like it. Thank you. And, you know, I think a lot of us are so tied to our phones. Um, I mean, right. Like, you know, they're, they're never more than a hand's length away from us. And I didn't always start my morning that way. I mean, I used to roll over, turn my alarm off, you know, and then I go immediately into my email. And I will tell you by doing that, especially if it's a work email, you mm-hmm. know, there's probably something in there that might set you off or it might, you know, just trigger something within you. You haven't even started your day yet. You haven't even gotten out of bed and already you're spun. And so it just starts your day off on a terrible note. But if I get up and I'm appreciative of all these things, and then I go and open my email box and somebody has something triggering to say, I handle it a bit differently. You know what I mean? Like I don't allow it to impede my day or to affect me the way it would if I wasn't mentally prepared for it. So it's also just like that preparation, like you mentioned.
mentioned, your uh, mind is a muscle and we have to train it and, you know, training it in the morning to, you know, set you up for a good day is, is basically how I want to, you know, continue to (laughs) live my life. So. Sure. Absolutely. That's awesome. It's powerful. I mean, you know, I think a lot of times it's easy to just you get in these routines and you have to change your routine sometimes to change your actual life and just small things, you know, like yeah. how easy is it to pick up your phone? Like my daughter was just here visiting me from California and we were out on the beach and um, there was some really cool lightning going on and I want to take some pictures of it. And I'm like, you know what? No, because you lose the actual event. If all you're doing is just standing behind the camera, snapping all the time and not yeah. actually participating in it. So um it's easy for us to get lost. I think sometimes in the everyday, mm-hmm. but um, well, tell me about how people can find you, how they can follow you. I mean, what, what exciting things you're doing? I love your little jam sessions you do. <laughs> I might get you. that bold one day, but I don't know. Um. <laughs> oh, you can do it girlfriend. You can do it. Um, yeah. I mean, so I just attended this retreat, as you know, in Florida. And one of the things um, that was shared So the retreat was put on by Kathy Heller and I'm obsessed with all things that she does. I just think, you know, she's really giving us women a platform and encouraging us to start messy, which is hard to do. Right. I mean, I'm sure in the stage that you're in with your podcast and this journey, it's hard to just go, okay, I don't have all the pieces where I'd like them to be, but I'm just going to start because not starting is not an option. right? Right. And, um, So she shared this story about how her husband, who um, he was a lawyer, very successful lawyer, but that's not really what was on his heart, right? He wants to do something in the realm of comedy. And so she asked him, like, what's your ultimate goal? Like, what's your ultimate dream? And he said, well, I would love to write a movie, like a a comedic movie. And I would love um, it to be kind of like the story of my upbringing and incorporate my dad. And, you know, I'd like it to be produced by Judd Apatow and I'd like Jerry Seinfeld to play a role. And she said, great. What are you going to do today to move the needle towards that goal? And he goes, Whoa, like I can't do anything today. Like I need to write a script and like, Oh, like I don't have anything prepared. Like how could I even reach out to Jerry or Jed or you you know what I mean? And she said, what are you going to do today to move closer to that goal? And then he said, okay, like, let's break this down. And so they started, you know, kind of going, okay, well, what do we need to do? Well, we need to find somebody who's connected with Judd. Like, so anyways, long story, even longer, by the end of the day, they were connected with Judd emailing. They had reached out to Jerry and he had said, go watch the kids for a little bit. I'm going to start writing the screenplay. Right. And I'm like, "Wow." wow. So all these things in my world that I've been saying, I want to write a book. I want to, you know, do this or do that or do the other. Like, what am I going to do today to move the needle forward? And so I came back from Florida just with, you know, so much fire underneath my booty. And I'm like, okay, so I wrote a few more chapters in my book. So that is a project that I've been working on. Um, 
I made a reality TV pitch that I have sent off. So, um, yeah, so I've been doing, working on that and that kind of goes in line with my season four. So I, uh, am in between seasons, my last season was all about claiming, like, why don't we just claim what we want? Why don't I just claim my story? Why don't I, you know, just claim my truth? Why don't I just claim self-love self-worth? And, um, so I'm taking, you know, a little break as I prep and, and plan for this season four and who knows what's in the cards. I mean, I hope the universe is like, this is, this is made for you. Like this is intended for you. Um, but yeah, those are the projects I've been working on, um, with that, you know, intensity, like, what are you going to do today to move it forward? And so I hope some of your listeners in your community want to join me on that journey so they can find me at your such a catch. It's Y O U R E such a catch, um, on all social media platforms and on all podcast players, but hopefully I'll have some good news to share. And my season four will not only be, you know, audio, but will also be somehow recorded. <laughs> That's awesome. Video, yeah. <laughs> Yay. I'm so excited. I hope we get to talk again soon. I'm oh my gosh, we will. Are you kidding? <laughs> I'm going to be your biggest cheerleader. So <laughs> I Good. love you. Such a sweetheart. Good. Oh, thank you very much. I'm, I'm so thankful that you came and um, we will talk soon and have fun at your party today. Uh, thank you. Thank I'll you. So have fun. I was watching um, this fun uh, real estate show and they were showing all these big, beautiful houses in California. And I'm like, do people really live? Like I, yeah. Yeah, thank you. There you do. Yeah, hashtag goals, right? Hashtag vision board right there. Yes. <laughs> Amen. Amen. So, uh, well, you have a great day. It was really great talking to you. I know. And, and you're um, so good. So, like, don't you even worry. You are just a natural. And this is going to be, like, such an extension of, like, your writing and your books. And, I mean, you know, yeah. So, don't worry about this. Don't sweat the small stuff. You're all good. Thanks. Thank you're you. You're welcome. And thank you for letting me be your first guest. Such Yay. an honor. <laughs>